Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball. And this is Jared Jewett. And this week we're going to talk about the fact that it's not what you say, but where you say it. Yeah, I know we talk a ton, right, about uh, how to figure out what to write about, but today I really want to talk about kind of the next step. Absolutely. It's great that you've written all of this wonderful content for your website and you're sharing it on Facebook and Twitter, but the truth is that's just not enough anymore. Right. You, we've come to realize that social media just doesn't always cut it, right? And, and figuring out where to push this content that you've spent all your time really making good and making relevant, which is always what we suggest. Uh, but if you don't have the next level of the strategy, uh, then you're falling behind. So the challenge is that a few years ago, if you were writing blog content, you were light years ahead of your competitors. Nobody else was doing it. Right. Back then, that was your strategic advantage, right? That was your leverage. But now everyone's out there. Everybody's writing stuff about their business and we're just flooded with information. And so if you are using just Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn to distribute your content, yes, it's getting out there, but it's also competing along with articles from half a dozen of your competitors. Absolutely. And so your strategy really needs to start honing in, right? To start becoming very focused on who is actually reading this and how they're accessing the information that you're providing. And so the way that you can get your content in front of a wider audience, and not just in front of a wider audience, but get it noticed, is to put it in places where maybe no one else is sharing their content, but that your target audience is occasionally viewing. And that takes research. That absolutely does. One of the best places you can go, especially if you're in something like a niche industry, I mean, ask around. Ask your competitors, even people you know, where they go to get their information. And submit articles. If you belong to a trade association and they accept content from subject matter experts, go ahead and do that. Reach out to your local newspapers. Now, this doesn't work as well in bigger cities, but a lot of smaller towns are, and particularly if you have consumer products, they're looking for informative articles. Absolutely. And it's really taking the extra step to put that effort forward, right? I mean, you're writing the content anyways, so you might as well find uh, these really high-quality distribution channels. And it really is, uh, often it's just a phone call away. Picking up the telephone and trying to sell your content, talking to publications, trade associations, directories, maybe even doing a blog exchange with another company that serves your market, not necessarily a competitor. Right. Uh, That whole idea of cross-promotion is just another way to kind of dig into that very focused, very specific distribution channel. Well, for example, um, we happen to work with two companies. One of them cleans carpets, and the other one sells carpet. This was a match made in heaven. The carpet cleaning company wrote a blog post about how to get stains out of your new carpet. And the carpet selling company wrote an article about stain-resistant carpet. We posted the blogs on the other website with links back. And so both companies had an opportunity 
to talk to consumers when they were thinking about carpet about their services as related to carpet and flooring. And and that's kind of the, that awesome silver lining, that golden nugget, is they knew off the bat that that demographic, that that audience was going to be interested in this content. So, I mean, you really do have to do your research up front because uh, you don't want to be distributing in channels where people could care less about what you're talking about. Well, you know, the truth is, if you do, people will ignore you mm-hmm. and it won't be worth the effort. But... People are looking for information, and they are looking in lots of different places. Now, one of the things that we can do in our industry is there are a lot of blogs and informative sites where they actually collect a lot of content. They're looking for subject matter experts in SEO or social media or inbound marketing, and so we'll share our content there. Now, one of the challenges with that is about 90% of that audience is probably our competitors. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's also the fine balance, is if you are entering into something like, let's say, a trade magazine, trade publication, or their digital version, uh, a lot of your traffic are going to be your competitors. But it's okay if you become perceived as the leader in your industry. Don't worry about people copying your content, because Google will... Google is smarter than they are. If someone else copies your content, guess what? Google is going to say, yeah, I've seen that before and I've seen it over here. And that's awesome. That's actually a very positive signal. I mean, those that tells you know Google, oh my goodness, this business wrote that kind of seminal article on this topic. They should be where our customers, where our searchers are going to find information on you know widgets. Mm-hmm. And, and that's huge for you is sort of the other side of why you really want to start distributing content in multiple places. The first thing is just to make it easy for people to find you, but the second thing is to help Google understand that you really know your stuff. Oh, absolutely. And and the better stuff you write, the more likely it is to get shared, the more likely it is to get linked on other sites that matter, that are actually talking about the things you and your audience care about. Um, And because you're making the content anyways, there's no reason, again, not to have your stuff out there. So what I would say is after you've got a significant amount of content on your blog, you know, you've been blogging regularly, several times a month, several times a week in a more competitive industry, and you've got all that information, go back and take a look at what was most popular. Some websites will accept content that has already been published on your site and pick the best articles, the ones that got comments, the ones that got interaction, and share those to the directories and the other informational sites. Uh, Another thing that you can do is create a collection of your very best content and offer that up as a package with a download. Again, through those other distribution points. And that's a beautiful way to give kind of some authority and some weight uh, to those articles that you've written. Because if you write something that's a new piece of content and it contains links to those pieces of information, and then you talk about you know what's actually in those, and, and another kind of aggregator site or maybe that industry news site just shares that, and how you've built all those very high-quality links back to each and every one of those posts. Uh, and that's awesome for you. So now you become you have the chance to become an authority on all those topics. One other um, site or group of sites that 
I use occasionally, and, and I would say you might want to check these out. They may or may not be relevant. Stumble, Dig, Delicious. These are sites where you can submit a link to your article and throw it out there with appropriate tags and keywords and say, well, this article is about marketing or it's about heating and air conditioning or it's about interior design. And a lot of those sites tend to be more, less consumer product, more, well, some interior design, graphic, pretty things do well on those sites. And what will happen is you submit the content and now people who are just stumbling through looking for I'm kind of looking for articles about graphic design or I'm interested in interior design, suddenly your content will show up. And people will have a chance, again, people who don't know you, maybe all over the world, may not even be potential customers, they may find you. Another one I'd add to that list is Outbrain, um, which, you know, if you've got a really good piece of content that's relevant on a website, uh, that's what relevant on your website might actually show up in the footer of other websites that are that have to do with your content. That's a good way to get links out. Um, the beautiful thing with all those tools is most of them are actually very community driven. So if enough people who care about what you're talking about find it, they can actually add the tags and make sure it only gets seen by that very niche audience. And again, just the people who care about reading uh, the things you have to say. So the bottom line, you've written this great content You've got it ready for the entire world to see and share, and that's great. And now you have to do that next level of work. You've got to start looking for places to submit your contact, content. In a way, we've all become authors looking for a publisher. Yeah, absolutely. And it can't be an afterthought. It really can't. There has You have to put the research in up front, figure out who your audience is, what you're talking about, where they go to consume news and information, and you need to be there. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you want to learn more about content and content dis- distribution, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.